Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley and Jeremiah Lee. This is a program where we discuss life's hard financial questions to help you make smart decisions about your money. I'm a certified financial planner and Jeremiah is a California licensed attorney. We work together at Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm where we help our clients build the life that they love. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss on future episodes, just send us an email. Use the contact button on our website, retirementunlimited.com, or just give our office a call. Our phone number is 951-684-7011. All right, so I had someone ask me this week, how do I know if my financial advisor is doing a good job? I think it's a great question. And yeah. what was interesting in that conversation, it was a friend I've known for years, is it's it's hard to answer that in one moment. You know, here's the one metric. Because our industry is exceedingly diverse. So I guess the, the first question, and that's what we're going to talk about today, is, is how do I evaluate my financial advisor? How do I know if they're doing a good job? How do I know if I'm getting good advice? And the first part I would actually start with is not, am I beating the market? Or how do I invest in That's probably the worst it's the wrong question. It is. It it's is. the wrong question. It's absolutely the worst question. And, and I think uh, the, the a good place to start for this conversation is probably what does a financial advisor do? And there's not one answer. Um, there's a, a massive difference between someone who is in wealth management, kind of where we are, that we're doing holistic wraparound services, we're doing lots of things. We'll talk through that. And someone on the other end who is just doing, I would like to manage your one account. Or I would like to sell you an annuity, or I'd like to sign you up for insurance, because they'll all use the phrase financial advisor. But there's a vast difference in um, the training, the expertise, and the services, and also the fees. Mm -hmm. I mean, what you're paying at different ends of this is is vastly different. And to want to say what's the value here? So I guess the first question I should probably ask you know that friend going back to say what do you what do you want your financial advisor to yeah, do? Yeah, and I, and I think a lot of it a lot of times when you ask that question they don't know enough about our industry they don't know enough about the services that we provide to really be aware of what they're even asking for. Yeah. Now most times when people say financial advisors the first thing that comes to mind is investments. That ultimately is you know that's the the two second conversation. And so what what is it that you like right now? What do you think about the economy? What do you think about the current politics? Mm -hmm. I mean, they go down the the road instantly right now. And I want to separate as best as I possibly can financial planning from wealth management. Our mantra is wealth management. That's that's on our cards, that's on the that's on the marquee on our door, and wealth management needs to be understood by by clients that it encompasses far more than investment work, right? Yeah. yeah. There's a number of clients that we've actually turned down because they were just looking for someone to manage their account. Right. And that's not, well, it's part of what we do, but it's not exclusive what we do. So in going through these, you know, looking, you know, we can start with maybe the, the investment side. Um, you know, most financial advisors would manage an account for you. I think it's short-sighted to just take the account and invest it because mm -hmm. we don't know where you're headed, right. what your needs are. If you're um, you know, someone who is a grandparent age, who has plenty of funds and, or someone who is still building. So for us, it always starts with understanding the person, right? You know, and part of that is understanding their balance sheet, you know, how much money they have, what investments they already have. I mean, it's, 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 it's the accounting. I mean, we go through and we build the information and oftentimes that information is economic, right? Yeah. Yeah. The economic pieces, but the biggest feat and where I always start with clients with a new client is their vision. Like who do they see themselves becoming? Who do they want to become? Where are they headed? 
you know, some people that we work with are very charity minded. You know, they say, I want to, I want to die with nothing. I want to give this stuff away. I don't want to run out of money, but I want to give this stuff away. I want to give it to my family. I want to give it to my mm -hmm. friends. I want to give it to charities. That's what I want to do with it. Others say, this is the legacy. You know, my parents left me nothing. I'm going to leave my kids as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Those are very different uh, visions of where they want to go. And I think in understanding somebody's vision of themselves, what they're about, what they care about, where they want to accomplish, sets the stage for all those other services. To, to yeah. And money becomes a tool, not a weapon. Hmm. And oftentimes I find that people use money as they're almost hiring. They want to hire a gunslinger. They want to hire somebody to, you know, take out, take out the bad guys or their competition and investing isn't that hmm. and financial planning, wealth management is not that. Yeah. And going back to your comment, what, what is it you want your life to look like? You know, you're, you're, if you're single, what does that look like? Are you going to get married? Are you married? Do you have children? Do you have grandchildren? Do you own a business? Do you have a portfolio of real estate? I mean, at the end of the day, what is it? What is it the legacy that you want? And there's so many pieces, so many elements that go into that picture, right? Yeah. yeah. And the, the question, I guess, as we're tying through this to evaluate them, I, I would say, you know, getting the vision of what you want and then who do you want on your team? Mm -hmm. uh, for some people, they they know what they want. They're taking care of all of it. They right. just want someone to do that stock thing, you know, that that map. Just, just do that, that, that investing that, thing. That's all they're looking for. And if, if that's the case, maybe that's all you need, you know, and yeah. there's a lot of um, big name investment companies that will do that for you. They'll, and, they'll, they'll and sign we, an advisor to you. Just, just to let you know, the listening audience, the people that are watching this, I mean, we do a very exhaustive search and we do comparisons and analysis of people that are investment people. And what is their specialty and what is it they are and how do we compare them with each other? Because mm. they're all kind of in they're say they're in a large category group, but they're also segmented. You know, people that you know that work with just income versus growth versus technology versus real. I mean, there's all kinds of of structures out there. Yeah. And our job is to kind of sort through all that information and to come up with the right, the right way in which we do that. But yep. that is just a part of what we do. And I think that's I think that's what you and I are getting to here is what is it beyond that, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's right. And what are people looking for? So, you know, we think of kind of the main pillars when people think of financial planning, investments is, is a piece of it. Retirement planning, will, will I have enough? Right. What's my retirement look like? That, that planning is a big deal. I often tell clients between wherever we meet them and, you know, when they're 80, there's usually a lot of life in there. And so to say, you know, retirement planning is a piece of it, but that's not it. You may be putting kids through college. You may be going on vacations. You may be wanting to purchase a first home or second home or investment properties. There's a whole lot of things that are going to happen between now and then. And so retirement planning, goal setting, goal planning, um, even just getting people organized. You know, there's times where there's, you know, we, we do that as part of what we do, but there, I realize for some people, that's a huge value mm -hmm. to get their life organized. So I think with, with when people are looking at what they need, um, so that's the planning. Some of that's the other, what I call the wraparound services. You know, my background being an attorney, we knock out estate plans for people all the time. Right. Um, and not just the, you know, check the box, get a trust done, but really analyzing what do they need for where they're headed? Mm -hmm. You know, what are their, what does their family need? And we get that in place. Um, insurance plan. There's, there's so many services. The other one that I see a lot is tax. We don't prep taxes in our office. However, we do tax planning. We do a lot of tax planning to say, not just what did you do this year? What right. what boxes can I check on my you know ten forty or different forms? But really, what should I be doing in the next two, three, four, five years 
to really maximize my income and pay you know, my legally required taxes, but minimize what I'm what is owed. And, and that for some people, they're not interested in that. I would say for I've not met anyone yet <laughs> who couldn't use a tax tune-up, right? Who couldn't use an investment tune-up. Um, and for us, when we think of financial planning and how do you evaluate your financial advisor, I, I think the the question becomes like, how much support are you looking for? Some people are in the mindset, I'm doing it all myself and I just need a little boost. I think the people that really get value are they're saying, hey, I'm focused on living my life, earning the income through my job, spending time with my family. And I would like someone to come and advise on all of it. And you know, again, and again, you know, you and I both know that everybody's life is slightly different, but there are categories that are considered what I would consider fairly simplistic and straightforward. And then there are categories where people have more complexity to their life and they have yeah. more things that need to be dealt with. And they're dynamic. In other words, they're not they're not going to remain the same for the rest of their life. There are there are circumstances. Um, and again, our job is to, once a decision is made, once we come to a point where the client says, yes, I want that, mm. that's my vision. And then we, our job then is to come alongside the client and to put all the pieces together because that vision isn't just a turnkey. It isn't, you just don't put a key in the door and open it up and say, oh, it's right there. This is time honored. It takes time to build um, the structure in such a way that you can accomplish. Now, the other piece of it is it changes, right? Yep. Somebody gets somebody gets a job loss. They lose their business. They, you know, they get a divorce. They die. There's uh, a child all of a sudden goes off off the, you know, goes off hmm. the rails. I mean, there's all kinds of things that can happen that can make the plan different, have have a different outcome. <laughs> but having that relationship with the client. And walking them through a time-honored relationship is really critically important oh, to keep yeah. them on the rails. That, that that pivot in life. I mean, everyone is probably going to go through a pivot in their life at right. some point, right? There's going to be some either good or bad. There's going to be a pivot. And to be able to take your whole plan and retool it and say, here's where we're going. Even in a good example, we had a client that, um, that were moving out of state. That was their goal. That was their goal for years and years. They'd worked hard to get there. And then they had grandkids. And when it came time for the move out of state, they said, we don't want to move out of state. Oh, that changed everything. We yeah. don't want to leave these cute little, little grandkids. We want to be around here. And even though they had all sorts of opportunities because they had done good planning, because they had worked hard, it was, a, it was a big pivot to say, well, I want a different life now. I have a different vision. And so I, it, the question I would ask, you know, we talk about the question not to ask, you know, am I breaking the market? You know, what, what was that? The question I would ask is, am I on track? Mm -hmm. And that track, I, I think, means a lot. There's a lot built in there to say, you know, does your advisor, if they can answer, am I on track? They would have to know what track you're supposed to be on. <laughs> you know, what, what your goals are, what your vision is. They'd have to know what structures they've already put in place to get you right. there. They need to know what progress waypoints are included. Yeah. And that's, and that's something that we are intimately involved with. I mean, right. the, the appointment I had, I'm just thinking about yesterday's appointment. I met with these clients and we've been, we've had a long term, uh, multiple years of we're structuring their real estate and getting it set up. They have an, a, they have an adopted child that they want to make sure that's cared for. And um, we spent two hours going through details and very little did we talk about investing as much how we're structuring their estate going forward. Yeah. And real estate is a really good conversation. Uh, a lot of financial advisors, I, I feel the ones, especially that work on commission or that are really just, I just want to manage right. your stocks. They don't know much, nor do they care much about. Well, they don't estate. get compensated for that, sure. right? And so, therefore, if you're not, if you're, if you're commission driven, and all of a sudden the client is very involved in something that doesn't benefit you directly, 
you have a tendency to kind of bring the client around to your products or your things that you can get more revenue. And candidly, that comes down to the fiduciary standard. Yeah. The fiduciary standard that you and I hold to is that that should make no difference to us, right? Yeah, yeah we're here for the client's best interest. Right. And there's a number of reasons why you get to that fiduciary standard. You have different licensing. We will talk about that in the next segment. But I think the idea is say, if you hold that close relationship, there's a lot of clients that real estate is phenomenal for them. Yeah. They've they've done really well because of the real estate. And that's a piece that we've advised them on, that we've guided them through, that we've assisted with 1031 exchanges and buying and selling different real estate pieces because helping them with refinance when the mortgage rates were yeah. below three oh, percent we were we were saying everybody if we had a loan let's redo it let's do it now you know it's it's to lock in those low interest rates and i you know sat down again going back to this climate we looked at rates that were less than two percent for crying out loud yeah and so if you know we'll, we'll pause here in a moment for this segment but the the, the question is, is my advisor how are they doing how do i evaluate them right if you're looking for a wealth manager who's going to advise you on um you know, mortgage rates, who's going to advise you on your real estate holdings, who's going to advise you on your estate and your taxes and your, you know, if, if that's what you're looking for, then that's a very different question than if you just want someone who's going to manage that one old IRA I used to right, have. Right. So we'll talk more about this next segment. Um, come on back. We'll continue our conversation. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned. He can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. We have been talking about uh, how do you evaluate your advisor? We talked a, a fair amount about investments versus all the other services. There's a piece I want to kind of touch on. And you mentioned it in the last section of being a fiduciary. Right. That's a big word. It's a big word. And uh, it, it's the, it's a huge difference in the advice you're getting. You know, people who have a fiduciary relationship are, you know, lawyers, um, uh, trustees, some accountants, um, some financial advisors, not some financial advisors. That, that's a key one. Um, and the idea is that they have to act in the best interests of their client. Mm-hmm. Um, my background being an attorney, that that's drilled in your head from day one to say, even to the attorney's own detriment, they should be working in the benefit of the client. That that's that's the sole purpose, and that's why attorneys get usually paid by the hour. You know, they get paid directly to them. They don't take commissions or things like that. The most the way it's structured. Um, you know, attorneys have their goods and bads, of course, right? Of course. I but, mean, but, every industry has different structures, but, but by and large, what you're saying is that's what that's what the public understands yeah, attorneys so for, right? That's right. And so when someone's giving you advice in a fiduciary role, that means they should be looking at your holistic picture and advising you on what they, based on their expertise, feel is the best option for you. And when you cross over that line to a non-fiduciary standard, the, there's a lot of financial advisors that are not fiduciaries. You know, they in fact, exist, the majority of them are not. The, the vast majority of them are not. And in that, their role is, um, I even compare it kind of to if you have a hammer 
everything mm-hmm. looks like a nail yep, type exactly. of thing, that they are investment people. So they will manage your stocks. And if you have real estate, well, you should probably sell that and just give us the money. We'll do stocks. Or if they're an insurance person, I've got an insurance solution for that. Mm-hmm. I've got an insurance solution for that. And those folks you know, provide good work at times, but they're not looking holistically. They're not always looking in the, in the best interest of the client. They're looking in something that's suitable. They can't defraud someone and let them down the wrong path, but they're looking for a commission. They're looking for something that um, is in a sales role. Mm-hmm. And as we've worked through this industry, you've worked in this industry for many years, that sales role I feel, and you feel is not the most ideal in yeah, a trusted so you, relationship. Yeah, so you have to be careful what you're promoting. And at the end of the day, you promote what is in the best interest of the client, but the, and they always underlying, I'm always looking for, okay, who's getting paid what and how much. And I think that's really, really important to ask that question. So, you know, we have, we, we develop a roadmap for our clients, right? We develop and we constantly are reviewing, are we on the right track? You talked mm-hmm. about it in the first segment. So vision is really important, right? Yeah. You got to know where you're going. You got to know you where know, you're going. You got to have a plan of how you're seemingly planning to get there. And then are you on track for the timing? And the the, the fees, just to touch on that, there's a lot of folks, I, I think that's a great, uh, every first conversation I have with a potential new client, I would talk about fees. Mm-hmm. I bring Because it's important to one, have that out there, that they understand what they're paying for, the value they're getting, but also how we get paid, how other people get paid. And I, I think the, the hard part of this industry is, is if you've ever worked with an advisor or called an advisor and the fees never came up and it looks like you're paying them nothing, yeah, they're well. just helping me, yeah, you know, well. it's naive, right? To think it that. is naive. And, and to know that really they are getting paid and they're probably getting paid on a commission, which probably me on the back end, which probably means they have an incentive to get you into one product versus another, that's going to get them a different commission. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's a key question is to ask, um, it is. That. And, and the other item that's very different is people's background and education here mm-hmm. to be a financial advisor at a you know large, you know, company that says we do that. You sometimes have need to have nothing. Sometimes you need to have a bachelor's degree, um, and that just as a start. And your role could be, you know, fresh out of college, jumping in. That you're in the sales role. They want you to go out and gather. And your and your performance, so to speak, is based upon how much revenue you generate for the company. Yeah, that's right. And as people will move into it, you know, putting a kind of a salesy over here and the wealth manager over here, you know, people will get a bachelor's. They'll get sometimes a master's in in sort of finance. A big one in our industry is called a certified financial planner. It, it's really the gold standard, um, and it's is held out as the pinnacle for as far as financial planning certificates. There's other certificates that you can get, but the CFP. Just to kind of back up a little bit, there are several courses that have to be taken, and you have to pass each one of those courses on the disciplines that we talk about in the financial planning industry. But at the end of the day, you have also have to sit for the board. Yep. And the board is a, t- well, when I took it, it was a two-day, it was three separate courses. And right now, it's, it, they've refined it a little bit. But it has about a 50% uh, failure rate. So yep. it's a very difficult. I, I, it's very robust. I, you know, I, you've taken the bar as well. Yeah, the as California the Attorney Bar as well as CFP. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, how would you compare the knowledge and the, the difficulty? Yeah. I mean, they're hard to compare because they're different. Um, right. But the CFP is 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 a very significant exam. And, and for me, like even... On top of that, you have to have SEC licensing. The FE- right. SEC licensing is meaningful, but I would call that the the, the bare minimum standard. Mm-hmm. And so someone who says, I have a Series 65, I have a Series whatever. 7, Series 6, whatever they may have, great, but it doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Right. If someone says, I am a certified financial planner, I know that they have a level across all the different disciplines, you know, insurance and tax and investment and planning that that is useful to somebody. And right. so I would, you know, anyone looking out for an advisor, I would, I would look at, 
you know, what, what's their graduate, undergraduate degrees? Are they a certified financial planner? My background, I'm also an attorney you know, that adds another level of estate planning and tax ability there. Um, a lot of people, which I'm not, but some people are CPAs. And so, you know, a tax preparation, there's a great benefit there. So someone who's a CFP, certified financial planner, and an accountant, I mean, that, that's some good combos. Mm-hmm. And so if your advisor is in that world, they have some abilities that, right. that you can check. So part of this is, is my advisor doing well? Do they have the skill sets and abilities and experience to really guide you somewhere? Mm-hmm. The other piece we talked a little bit, we, we group our services into kind of a few buckets. One being vision. We talked about that, you know, that has... Right. You know, Clarifying where you're going, financial planning, retirement planning, income planning. It's, it's all the kind of the planning pieces. The other one that we look at is growth. Um, and that's what a lot of people think of. Yeah. Know? So it yeah, it comes down to what what risk are you taking? What kind of risk? And of course, that varies from client to client, age group to age group, yeah. and your total assets that you have and what what percentage you can risk and what you can't. Yeah. And, and are you moving forward? So there's yeah. the investments, your taxes, your real estate. Um, people who own businesses, all those, like that, that's all in that bucket of we're growing forward. We want to maximize what people do. And if your advisor's not you know, in that space, that that's a good question. So vision and growth. The next is values mm-hmm. um, to say, usually we talk about estate planning, health planning, education planning, charitable yeah. giving. I'm amazed um, as I've gone in this industry, there are so many ways that people can give charitably yes. that are different than what people think about. They think of just taking money out of their pocket and giving it to a charity. And there is a lot more tax efficiency out there. So there's huge amounts of value. If anyone's at all charitably minded to a civic organization, to a church, to a university, um, you can do you can do this better. <laughs> and depending upon how you receive your economics. So yeah. if what you have is only a salary, you're probably going to give a portion of your salary. But if you are investors or you have a business interest or you have real estate holdings and you have all these other things, yeah. there's a wide variety of ways that you can give. And, yep. and, and we want to encourage people to give, right? Yeah, and they could yeah, do better by their taxes. That's something you, if, if you're at all charitable minded, if you, your advisor would need to be in that space with you, because there's yeah. a lot of value. The other one is protection. And this is um, something I think people skip over, or don't think of initially, but, you know, crisis planning, what happens if there's a big crisis in your life? Yeah, I just I just had a uh, we reviewed and we I asked the client to bring in all the declaration pages for their property and casualty insurance or auto homeowners and such. And I went through it and I after I reviewed all of it, I said, I don't see any mention of an umbrella policy here. And they were with one carrier. They had bundled their insurance, their auto and homeowners together with one carrier. And I said, so I wrote I wrote an email. And I said, do you have an umbrella policy that I just missed? And she wrote back. She said, we've never thought about that. And I, I said, I, I recommend that you get some. And it's not that expensive, but it would provide that's that crisis. Yep. If you have a car accident and all of a sudden somebody is injured and your insurance doesn't cover up to the damages that were caused, you know, bodily injury or property yeah. damage, uh, that could be devastating. It, to it you. can be. And those are simple fixes, but they're yeah. one of those things you do on the front end was a, a penny of prevention, you know, yes. um, versus a, a pound of cure. So the protection is a huge issue. Um, so for us, it's, you know, vision and values, growth and protection. Those are kind of the four buckets of things that we look on. So when someone were to you know, look at us and say, you know, as a financial advisor, as a wealth manager, are we doing well? We would want to say, well, are you on track? Mm-hmm. You know, are you on track with your visions? Are you growing? You know, are your mm-hmm. values representing your life? Are you protected from emergencies? And and when we hit yes. all those buckets, we then say, okay, you're holistically, you're doing good. You're on track. But um, I think that's important for people to look at. If, if you're going to evaluate your advisor, you have to have a sense of what you need, what you want, what you want to get from them, and if they're they're staying with it. So if you missed any part of this episode, uh, you can go to our website, trackwardadvisors.com, and you find the whole episode. You can also find us on YouTube. May you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening.
Information and ideas discussed on this program are in the nature of general comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Do not constitute legal or financial advice and do not create an attorney, client, or fiduciary relationship. Any examples or circumstances discussed are fictional. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor, tax consultant, or attorney, as well as conduct their own due diligence prior to making any decisions. Investments involve risk and the possibility of loss, including the loss of principal. All situations are different and results may vary. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent, California license number 0518567. And Jeremiah Lee is a California licensed attorney and is responsible for this communication. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB.